For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hey everybody, Jacob here, the Daniel 3 Podcast. Uh, this is episode 59. So this was a, just an impromptu episode I did with my wife. Um, so it's a little bit of a, like, I did it as a surprise. Uh, so when you listen to what was a live stream, it might be a little weird. Uh, sometimes these live streams, you know, for you audio listeners might, you know, uh, you, you might be used to it by now, but there's certainly going to be times where uh, the conversation is a little bit uh, going off of, you know, responding to things in the live comments. And I do my best to try to read those things, um, but but sometimes I, I think I forget to do that, or at least I don't do it. And I don't do it well enough to make sure you guys are up to date. But regardless, I think that, you know, it was still a fun conversation to just have my wife on for an episode. And, um, you know, it was mostly, it was like half of it was just kind of us just kind of, uh, being playful and, and, and having a good time. And, you know, I, I, she's, you know, sort of in the Liberty movement. She, she shares my, my political views, but you know, she's a bit of an outsider. So it's sometimes kind of cool to get her perspective as somebody who's a bit on the outside looking in. So, um, so yeah, this was just a short, fun conversation with my wife. Um, so I hope you enjoy that. And, uh, yeah, we're still working on catching up here. Uh, should be pretty soon that we get back up to current. Good evening, everybody. Uh, this is uh, Jacob Daniel here, host of the Daniel 3 Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, so this was all completely last minute and impromptu. And and those who are watching, you're probably wondering why I am audio only at the moment. Um, well, uh, I'm not going to skip too much time doing uh, or waste too much time doing a lot of fancy introductions. Uh, this is a guest that I've known for a very long time in my life. Uh, somebody who uh, is incredibly um, based and uh, somebody who, although is not super well known in the Liberty Movement, is somebody that I think um, if they were, uh, they would be uh, pro probably more popular than me. I think that uh, they uh, have a lot of valuable things to say, a lot of good insight. Um, so I'm going to introduce them now by turning the camera on. 
this is my wife, uh, Brianna. So, Brianna, welcome to the show. Thanks. <laughs> he should have heard what he told me right before he introduced me. It's don't speak. I need to introduce you now. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I, I, I was just reminding you of of your of your place, of course, you know, of and the, the biblical mm -hmm. roles of marriage and whatnot. I had to give you my permission to speak first. So, as a foul woman, I need reminders. <laughs> so, uh, no, no, David, it is not you. Although I'll have to get you on sometime, David. Uh, David Brady, for those who don't know, is a uh, <laughs> a, a new up and coming guy in the Liberty podcasting sphere. And, you know, uh, I've been on his show once. So definitely check that out. That was a great conversation uh, that I had with him. Uh, you know, it was funny. I, I was this is so this is the podcast that I was talking to you about earlier today. And I said, I want you to try to sit through an hour of this podcast because <laughs> they are I mean, it's like literally the most offensive podcast I have ever heard in my life. That's nice yeah <laughs> um could... yeah which is funny because like we my wife and i have kind of like the same sense of humor but the problem is like she doesn't like to let it show in public whereas like we'll be in public and i'll just be like whispering i'm not sure what sense of humor you're referring to there you have very much dad joke i have very much funny oh no so. no no i no so obviously i have dad jokes <laughs> but what i meant was more like the I'm kidding yeah i know no i mean there's nothing wrong with dad jokes it's, it's it, i mean uh, the, that's the whole reason to become a father is so that you can make those jokes. Maybe and... you've been making them since before you were a father. <laughs> uh, how did I get an attractive woman like that? Well, um, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I think I took the advice of uh, Dave Smith, which is where you find a girl you like and you lock her in a basement until she agrees to spend I'm, the rest I'm of her. I'm still here. Right. <laughs> I haven't completely agreed yet. So. <laughs> Luckily, I like homebrew, so it works out. Right. <laughs> Issue well, well, uh, David, it's not hard to be funnier than Adam because, um, you know, Adam uh, Nutter. Yeah, as soon as you have ten brain cells uh, c c computing at the same time, mm. you can be funnier than Adam Nutter. So, <laughs> I haven't even like like. I love Adam. Yeah, no, Adam's Adam's great. I was I, I was trying to tell you like we've started this. I don't even know when it started. Just like with um uh this tower power hour thing that uh david referenced uh there, there's like there's so many like inside jokes that like i want to talk to you about them but you're not you're on twitter you gotta get on twitter so you can i hate um, twitter i don't understand it yeah well, i know I, I have to use it to understand it but i don't want to i know that, I, I have to i'm sorry if i'm annoying you guys by looking at her i just i don't want to like talk to you without looking at you but I realize it probably looks weird to the audience if I just do this. I'm just the staring time. at you too. I don't care. But have you like skewed to behind Until me? Until I can bit? see them, so. I'm not gonna look at them. By the way, let us I let us know, see. guys, uh, because I'm like we're sharing a mic. So if you have any trouble hearing us, I will try to adjust uh to make it to make you it better. Self-conscious now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see, bring your wife on the Tower of Babel. Oh my gosh. So uh I have to, to explain that, I have to explain first what tower power is. I have to explain what a tower is. So this is going to be fun. This is going to be me. This is like a challenge, right? It's like explain to somebody who isn't part of libertarian Twitter the entirety of libertarian Twitter and libertarian uh, Twitter All culture. Right, I'm going to set a timer for 30 seconds. And... Oh, I only have 30 seconds to do this. <laughs> okay, so basically uh, Tower Power Hour is a podcast that goal was essentially is to be as offensive as possible for as long as possible okay. without getting canceled. 
can't um, do that. Yeah. Um, and I say all my things inside of here or to him. No one else hears it. Right. So I'm scared um, of people. And the reason it's called a tower is because on Twitter, there's this thing where like you'll, you'll tower somebody. So like if somebody says something uh, dumb or, or, or whatever, and people want to like make fun of them, uh, what people will do is like do a tower of tweets where each person does one letter. And so it'll go underneath of this person's initial tweet. Like, you know, sometimes it can be 10, 20, 30 people long. Um, for example, uh, one of the people that like doxed me, uh, the the Tower Power people went after this guy and um, <laughs> underneath of his his, his uh, tweet uh, typed out, uh, she's not going to sleep with you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so stuff stuff like that um yeah yeah people. we tapped w- w- waldenberger was the guy's name so yeah that was <laughs> just move is your that the chairs one that I know about? Uh, to be facing i don't i don't have that much space but um oh no it's tiny cool. yeah <laughs> yeah they no, no we're all and here's the thing like we're all good friends uh me and the tower power people mm-hmm. but like um somehow i don't even remember exactly how it started but um we we started doing this like a little bit of like a inside joke this little like bit that we do where when they're doing their live streams i'll comment and try to convince them to let me on their show (laughs) and and so we keep i keep coming up with more creative ways to try to get on and they keep coming up with more creative ways to not let tell you no (laughs) right (laughs) sounds like high school huh? yeah and now it's like it's like it's bigger than the show where it's like people will so they'll go on twitter like once a week and be like Hey, who should we invite onto the Tower Power Hour? People will just chime in and be like, "Not, not Jacob, not Jacob," <laughs> <laughs> or or the opposite. There's people that are like, "No, like we will not rest until Jacob gets on the show." So you know, it, it goes a little bit of uh, uh, both forth. ways. Well, the whole point, the whole point of this, David, was to intentionally break the etiquette, and I and it was like they accused me of that, and I was like, I've had every single one of those uh losers on my podcast already so and i've been on their individual podcasts i just have because like one of them is jose mm-hmm. and you know I, we've been on each other's shows a, a bunch of times i've had clint on my show um i've had uh who else is on there i, I can't remember that oh uh, reed uh coverdale um he's on there um there was a uh there's a guy named cole who used to have a profile a Twitter profile that was a parody account mm-hmm. and it was named fat Dave Smith <laughs> literally took Dave Smith's picture and just like, <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but that, that unfortunately got murdered by the Twitter gods. So rude. yeah. Yeah. Very rude. So now his Dave new Smith account unapproves his new disapproves. <laughs> well, that, that's a whole inside joke. Like when Dave goes on, went on tower power hour, he just started out by like, saying hi to everybody and like ask how they're doing he was like fat day fuck you it's like i think it was funny for like two days and that's always funny no it's, it's always that's funny. funny well now there's now there's like if a bunch of fat, now there's funny. a bunch of david uh, dave smith parody accounts like there's one that's like sickly dave smith and they have like a filter on that makes him look like 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 green uh-huh. and sick and stuff uh like eugenia cooney i don't know who that is that really scary anorexic girl on youtube very oh one. yeah oh my god is she still alive uh-huh every time i see her on my subscriptions i scroll past really quick so the kids don't see it <laughs> oh my gosh not what you want your kids to become yeah um so tower of babel to go back to what uh 
so Faith, Liberty, and Praxis, the guy in the comments, that's mm-hmm. Caleb Brown. And we've both been on each other's shows. Um, so Tower of Babel, when I wasn't able to get on Tower Power Hour, I was like, all right, screw it. We're going to make – so in the great tradition of Christians making really bad knockoffs of things in, like, mainstream secular culture, I was like, we're going to make a Christian knockoff of Tower Power Hour, and it's going to be Tower of uh, – it was the Tower of Babel referencing the, the – uh, I know. The, yeah, the, the, the Bible story. And what's funny is that the actual hashed um, – uh, Twitter handle for Tower of Babel is spelled wrong to go along with. And every episode we do, we, spe- we, we it, it's like each title of each episode becomes more and more incoherent just to play on that story even more. Um, so, oh, there's David Fight. Hey, Dave, how you doing? Another, uh, you know, D- Dave's another uh, regular on the Tower Power Hour. He can't get enough of those people. That's beautiful. I'm, I'm making a joke. I'm wondering if he'll re- react in the comments. <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're, I mean, the, the, the truth is Caleb's just really bad at spelling, but it just worked. It, it works out that like, <laughs> it, it maybe wasn't the intention at first, but it's the intention now. Just take so, the credit. It's just okay. take the credit. <laughs> so um, I wanted to talk a little bit about you, I guess. Now that, now that we've got all the, the uh, introductions and pleasantries out of the way, um, I did want to do, barely spoken about me at all yeah i know no i meant like <laughs> the i had inter- to like go you know everyone's coming at me with all these like inside jokes and stuff i wanted to explain them to you um so I, I wanted to uh interview you kind of in the same way i, I interview other people on the show mm-hmm. so um and this is kind of so it's gonna be a little weird but we're gonna kick, kick, kick go with it so um how would you describe like if someone came up to you on the street or called you on the phone and asked you to donate money to a a political campaign or asked what your political views were how would you answer that i gotta think back to the last time it happened um i got a call was it i think shoot no i think it was one of the people calling for money for police officers trying to keep our our men in blue protected and safe and get them back home safely to their families. And I said, I don't think they should exist. So I'm not going to give you my money. But I hope you have a great night. Understandable. (laughs) Have a nice day. Sure, Dan. I'm good. My gosh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've heard you answer the phone before to one of those things and go, uh, I'm an anarchist, just like straight out. Or you've answered something that way. I have said that before. It wasn't for one of them, though. Or I some, think it was, for, it was like raising money for the army or something I'm like, look, again, <laughs> shouldn't exist. But like, I don't know how much clear I can be, but um, they trick me with the area codes. What is our, our cat is yeah, <sighs> a going crazy. Our cat is a mistake. <laughs> um, um, so what, when would you say um, you started? considering yourself an anarchist or a libertarian the actual word itself in the last couple of years when you got into it yeah or even I think just deep like down it's always been there i've always hated sure. the government i always thought learning about that in school was a joke i was like why am i ever gonna need this they, they sound stupid why are we learning about them i'm so much cooler than that i know 10 people in this room that are cooler than that you know why do we need to learn about this and i've always thought it was stupid you know how could somebody put up on such a high pedestal 
and still just continue to fuck the world up second by second <laughs> going through life. Like they're not even trying. It's like it's like a toddler learning to pee in the toilet for the first time. Like they miss completely. Except these people are like in their 70s and 80s. Yeah. <laughs> At some point you got to start sitting down in the toilet and actually pushing your penis in. <laughs> Maybe quit your job. I don't know. Go to a retirement home. <laughs> right. Well, it's like it's like all the uh the good things, quote unquote, that politicians mm. do. They, they all they like they'll make a big deal out of it when really it's like like so like Biden brought troops home from Afghanistan. It's like, oh, cool. It only took you guys like 20, you know, almost 20 years to Do start we have bringing... troops in other places. Yeah. Then I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he did nothing. Yeah, that's fair. They should be able to choose when they come home. You shouldn't have your soul signed over to them. And if you leave, you're like isn't given it, death threats. Isn't it so like awkward when like we're at church and stuff and like, you know, people families have their in general kids yeah. and stuff going to like the military mm. and or like we had like that one thing mm. where it was like we had to sign letters that were being sent mm -hmm. out to people that we uh that that we knew in the military mm -hmm. or something and we're just no, they, people are like they oh. do that at the mall too it's not it's not for yeah. just people that we know <laughs> but uh yeah it's just like uh I, what, I, we we were very anarchist at the time it yeah. was like in the last two years it was after covid and um what did we said something like not passive aggressive because i don't want to make them hate themselves but it was just like i hope you can come home and rest yes. <laughs> soon <laughs> like, how do you be nice to somebody while also trying not to tell them that what they're doing is stupid and pointless and they're wasting their life well uh the first and then they're gonna have a complex about it thinking they're better than everyone forever yeah well i don't i it, it's tough Especially tractor when it's Supply like... has parking just for veterans. I love Tractor Supply. I hate that. I mean, it's like, I, I guess, theoretically, I want to respect veterans to, to a certain extent. I have a general extent. respect for everyone to a certain extent. Well, yeah. But extent. it's like, I'm, I don't know, the idea that somebody would put themselves on the front lines of something, like, to be like, oh, I, I want to fight the battles because I'm strong enough that people who are weaker can't fight. There's something about that that I think is noble to a certain extent, but at the same time, the stay out of other people's business, do it here, stand up for people when you see they actually need stood up for. Yeah, it'd be one thing if we were defending ourselves like from Spider Man, attack. like act like Spider Man, act like Spider Man, get in shape, wear a nice little costume, go on a go on a little <laughs> uh, 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 Saturday Night Fever walk and start, you know, the whole. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that part. We don't speak okay. about that. We don't. We don't do that. No. <laughs> no. Our our kids are huge into Spider Man right mm. now. Jacob's huge into Spider. -Man. Oh, I'm huge into Spider Man too. But or sorry, Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Yeah, my name's yeah right. <laughs> not... My name's not Jacob. It's just Daniel. <laughs> Daniel the third. D Daniel, my actual our actual son Daniel was very offended by that. I think like, no, 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 no. I'm Daniel. You can't be Daniel. I like... mean, your middle name is Daniel. But... Yeah. But he doesn't accept that either. No. No, my name's not allowed to be Daniel. All Spider-Mans. Um, a true Spider-Man appreciates all. No. A true Spider-Man. <laughs> I am the true. No, he's... Daniel is super into Andrew Garfield. For reasons. <laughs> I think it's mostly because he's impressed by himself knowing how to... <laughs> which Spider-Man? <laughs> I think he's impressed um, that he remembers Andrew Garfield's name now. 
he's six and he's a genius whatever um i personally love tom holland and andrew garfield for different reasons i love toby mcguire too they all have their different things and it depends on what i'm looking for do i want to be depressed when i go to bed sure i'll watch this toby mcguire and then the andrew garfield where mj no, dies gwen 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 oh, what? I don't care about the girls just, as much. You just committed a comic book I don't book care sin. about the girls as much, okay? <laughs> I'm in it for the Spider-Man. No blocked bad. <laughs> no blocked bad. Okay, sorry. No, but um, the, newest, the newest one is really good. I could watch that, that over so and good. over again. Yeah. I mean, the it was... In one. It was... I mean, and there were some plot holes in that movie in the beginning, I felt like. Mm -hmm. But by the end, it was just like... I mean, they just did that whole thing. I mean, spoilers. I mean, if anyone's not watched the newest Spider-Man movie yet, but I mean, I feel like everybody knows by now about it's what about what happened. Do. Yeah, Every, it's ableist stuff. <laughs> Sorry for all the blind and deaf people who are not everyone has the power to not go to a movie listening to this right show. Now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was half a joke, but literally anything else. Okay, <laughs> l listen, listen. All right, so. David, I kind of get where you're coming from, but I'm going to push back here a little bit. Andrew Garfield is a good actor and a good Spider-Man. I can't read it. Your setup is horrible. But the, the problem is that the writing for the writing for those movies that Andrew Garfield was in uh, was garbage, like hot garbage. So um, I can understand not liking those movies, but I feel like if you've watched the newest Spider-Man, which spoiler alert again, uh, Andrew Garfield is in, uh, kind of showed how if you actually give him like a good script to work a with, chance. you sit on a therapy. <laughs> That's true, he does. Go go to go to bed, David. It's uh, it's a school night. No, it's not school no, night. It's Whatever. Not. It's a church <laughs> I, night. I don't, it's, a ch it's a church night. That's right. Good good good, good Christian like boys good, good. should be. Uh, <laughs> get off my show. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> why do you drink like that why do i drink like what why do i insert the bottle into my mouth it's and the way you do it isn't this so cool how the bottle like picks up the green screen effect a little bit you mean is it cool how the green bottle picks up the green screen yes, it's cool i'm easily amused and fascinated by these kinds of things you know me do the hand sanitizer surprising do with the hands i have hand sanitizer because i'm afraid of catching the couve the couve the couve yeah that's what I made it sound too much like cooch cooch yeah. i don't want to catch the cooch either that sounds sounds gross it's a reference towards a vagina i know Jacob. i don't want to catch uh, uh, but like if you catch a coo uh, cooch it kind of i don't know it sounds a little weird doesn't it you don't catch a coo it's like you, you you want to catch a penis what else are you touching it with your hands <laughs> your feet <laughs> the back of your head oh my gosh uh new spider-man was good only spider-man only good movie with spider good spider-man movie with andrew oh garfield God. i cannot talk to it was really good it was really good i love the way it's just ugh. andrew is so sad that's partially why i think i've only seen his movies once each because they were sad yeah and people tell me no he's really funny he's one of the cool tommy mcguire is funnier i really want to see everyone them... screaming in the toby mcguire movies is funnier than the andrew garfield movie entirely i really want to see because i like, remember the part in the movie where andrew's like i stopped pulling my punches and he kind of like i'm like it'd be cool to see in a 
more adult amazing spider-man movie with andrew garfield where he's almost like <laughs> maybe almost like a batman type of spider-man where like he's he's not just like your your goofy friendly neighborhood spider-man but like he's angry he's you know but maybe like struggling to get back to like don't worry tom's getting there right now yeah that was baby the, went through some angry times the first two spider-man uh home like the tom holland ones the the home series as they call it mm-hmm. were like like so like nice and like like you know kind of so like gooey wholesome. like wholesome i think yeah. this one's just like holy shit <laughs> i feel like i got slapped across the face with some cayennes or something when have you been drinking angry? the rev- uh it's right it's right here david so uh i cut him off because he acts <laughs> stupid every time he drinks it my wife was so mad the first time that I uh, so it was like maybe the the third episode of the capitalist communion and <laughs> I drank like half a bottle of that and I came upstairs it was just like you just passed out on the couch so wasted <laughs> I'm a, I'm a lightweight I don't I don't drink like I I mean it's like when you when I when we were younger we were like our young twenties we would we would drink a lot but yeah we're still in our twenties I'm twenty nine weird i feel older than that but it's true okay so uh what are your thoughts on the libertarian party that'd be a cool subject to get your uh to get your thoughts what on part of it there's so many parts you can talk about oh i don't like uh i don't know talk about all of them the all good right. parts the bad parts i don't like talking about parts i need help <laughs> I don't like about give parts. me a part and i'll talk about it uh let's see how do you feel about the Libertarian Party of Pennsylvania and their newsletters. I usually throw them away as soon as I get them. What? So I told we I we've talked about this. Are you twelve shots in? <laughs> I will be. That's a, that's, a, like... that's a rule in our marriage, by the way, is that we 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 don't even have sex until I'm twelve shots in. Um, oh my it's god! Just, it's just the basic way. And that's how we... I get pregnant each time. <laughs> So if anyone needs some fertility tips, <laughs> semen does well with alcohol. <laughs> Sounds a little fuckers crazy. Great. <laughs> um, I think it's stupid. I think sending out a libertarian. What is it called? <laughs> the newsletter. Newsletter. I'm not shots in. I'm pregnant. But I'm pregnant. <laughs> The the newsletter is a good idea. The way it's executed, it just feels like any other type of political party. It doesn't feel like it's being done in a way to actually lift people up and encourage them to keep fighting for their own personal freedoms. It just feels like it's trying to buy votes to me, like any other political thing. And I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, what, what did you think about... Uh... I mean, when you when you look at the Libertarian Party, put it this way: like, uh, we'll start we'll start with the the Mises Caucus, which is, I guess, like the what you've seen the most of. Mm-hmm. I mean, what what are your experience? What and you know, people that you've met from the Mises Caucus and what you've seen online from from the caucus. What are your thoughts on on the caucus? I like them the most. They're the most down to earth. You can actually talk to them without feeling like you're talking to a fake Democrat that's going to bite your head off and say no. <laughs> don't speak to me about that. Okay. And I don't then, know. Like, and then what about the party outside? I didn't have interaction with the party and they're not Mises caucus people. They usually suck. 
the ones around here at least they support people that dox us um <laughs> they support stupid things like canned food drives instead of actually doing something to help the community they're usually canned lame. food drives aren't going to set people free i know you heard it now, here, folks. there was that one real guy that moved to california was it california of all places why why anyone would move to california no it was florida but still don't go to california what the fuck yeah don't go to california what the fuck <laughs> the price florida's man. not bad florida's not so bad they've got some iffy things but um like summer all year round. i can't i can't do that <laughs> yeah like how the two like the, there's two states right now that libertarian libertarians are congregate like like concentrating in and it's like the polar opposite it's like do you want to live in a hot swamp all year round fending yourselves from fend, defending yourself from alligators yeah or do you want to go to new hampshire where the minute you open the door the air attacks your face but at least you don't have to have neighbors all the time it's a lot yeah. of open spaces a lot of grumpy rednecks that's not too appealing they're not libertarians let's be real <laughs> unless they're ron swanson rednecks he's not i don't know if you know you know if you know you know if you know you know yep i mean you know i i i think i've heard you talking about in the past just re regarding the lp and stuff you, you talk a lot but just that i mean the the issues that, that you care about the most i mm -hmm. mean and you know the past two years you've I mean, uh, I, I don't want to just talk for you. I mean, you know, what are your, how have you felt about the lockdowns and what have you thought about the party as far as like saying anything or doing anything about, about this? Well, they'd have to say something in the first place about it. <laughs> they avoided that for the longest time for what, you know, it just shows how afraid of speaking up for anything they are. If you can't speak up for what you believe in about every subject, then what the fuck are you doing calling yourself a leader or putting yourself in any position that is is your job to lead people and direct people in a certain direction? If you cannot speak up and listen to what your people are saying and amplify their voices, especially when it's something like, hey, stop locking us in our houses and threatening to arrest us when we drive out past 10 o'clock at night. Or take our kids to a park. Or take your kid to a park. Yeah, how many yeah. times do you try to go out into a park and they'd have, they literally have like the parks surrounded with like police tape. To that not was let for anybody a little in. bit. Our, our parks aren't so bad. Um, they just put a lot of signs that made it seem doom and gloom. Like, you know, hey, play at your own risk as if it wasn't my own <laughs> risk before this. <laughs> right. They're, they're kids. They're disgusting. But honestly, I probably pick my nose as much as they do. So targets as dangerous as the park i mean is that what you're supposed to do I, I generally when i'm out in public i i pick my nose and try to wipe it on yeah. every surface i can find i like things too yeah yeah gotta spread the love <laughs> no i was talking to daniel about this yesterday though he gets he gets so irritated anytime he hears he hears anything about lockdowns or covid and he's a very passionate scary little man did i tell you about the time at oh. bj's which what? one um well they had the water fountains turned off and i he, feel like you did yeah he asked he was like like dad are they turned off because people are afraid of covid and i was like yeah 
he started yelling just like everyone like everybody stop being so afraid of covid yeah it's just a virus <laughs> yeah <laughs> looking at him like like people giving me looks just like are you gonna do anything and i'm just like no here's ten dollars <laughs> no, like he... like all right, all right daniel we're gonna go pick up some toys good job <laughs> good job buddy he got fifty dollars to spend let's go no i he was he was asking questions about about everything yesterday and he says when do you think this is all going to be done and i said well the virus i think could be to a much even even less offensive and dangerous state depends it depends on the person again like i'm not downplaying that it can hurt people but you take care of you depending on how you are physically mentally whatever yeah however you measure yourself and your health and i said i think this could all be done by now if we had not shut everything down let the virus spread as fast as it should from the beginning we shouldn't be going through this it shouldn't even be you know, we should be past endemic. It should be done. It's dumb. Yep. But, you know, I, I think there are some issues that obviously take precedence to lockdowns. I mean, we have to go out there and, and make sure that, that uh, you know, transgender people know how much we, we validate them and, 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 and use their okay, pronouns. Here's my thing. There are so many more important things in the world then first of all what anyone identifies as i'm very strong in my identity as a mother and a woman i've birthed vaginally three babies very proud of that i think it's the coolest fucking thing i would give birth to a million more children if i didn't have to raise them because <laughs> oh my god they stress me out so much but they're so cute the first couple weeks <laughs> um, um, they're so cute and then we send them off to the coal mine and <laughs> bye darling <Get> dirty <laughs> Bring mommy some money. Bring mommy some money. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Um, Jesus. Uh, about about identity, because I, I oh, I, so yeah. there's a page I follow on Instagram, and he makes some very valid points about all of this. And he's, I think he's in Australia, so he knows how how intense and crazy people get about this. Oh yeah. And he, um, his name is Adam Whittington, I believe is his last name. He works with project rescue children i think he owns it and they work to rescue children and people out of trafficking and he shares pictures these horrible pictures that you don't want to see um blurred out to some degree with some discretion obviously when you put on instagram you can't show a completely decapitated child but that's the shit that he shares and he says these are the headlines you're seeing right now and it's about covid it's about a woman going to the beach and getting arrested for it you know it's about all these things or, you know, free tests are available to people now. Like, whoop de do. And he's like, meanwhile, you're not hearing about all these children that are in slavery, all these enslaved children in the military, all these kids being stolen out of their mother's wombs, their organs being taken from them. I'm sorry if this is upsetting. <laughs> it's very upsetting. I cry about it a lot. Right. And then, and then but we like, have... you don't hear about that. But what you do hear about is the 800,000 people that have died in america from covid or or like <laughs> i had a libertarian coming at me this week because the the you know it was like we, a big deal in like it was so there was a convention in georgia a week ago uh, a libertarian convention and it was like a big deal to this person that we couldn't get added to the platform something condemning the state uh putting 
that they're re- requiring people to have their uh, gender on their driver's license. It's like it's like well that was like it's an affront on their liberty. Like you know the government shouldn't be able to tell them what their gender identity is. Okay, and but, and I tried to you know. But not... if you're on like blockers and stuff, there are certain medical procedures that you need to know somebody's biological sex. You need to know it. And if the doctors, like you've said, if the doctors don't have enough time to go through your records and look to see what your birth sex is, you know, like, and what your actual DNA is made up of, you could die. Like you received the wrong treatment. You received the wrong this, the wrong that. It's like putting the wrong blood in somebody, you know, <coughs> like you need to know that. Yeah. Yeah. They'll, no, that's, they'll it, give you the pronoun that you want to be called, but until then, do you want to live or die? Yeah, but it, beyond that, I was just like, why is... And why is this important? Wh- wh- why is that like the... It, it, it's like, listen, the whole idea of driver's licenses, if we want to talk about it, is, is actually not the libertarian position. Um, there's a lot of things that happen that aren't strictly libertarian, but they're not things that we should be focusing on as no, a No, but as then a party. again, the amount of old people that should have their licenses revoked. <laughs> oh my god, each of our ex- each of my accidents has been caused by old people or a person that was legally blind guiding her daughter, her 40-something-year-old daughter. You know, they're in the left turn lane. She says, "Oh, just kidding, don't turn left here." The mom can't see shit. She can't see a map. She can't see the road ahead of her. She's going off of memory. She says, oh, go straight. You crash into me. This other lady, she freaking, she's turning, she's turning left at the intersection. I'm turning right from the opposite way. So she should, I have the right of way. I turn, she hits me three times in 10 seconds, just over and over again. And she finally stops after I beep and honk the horn. <laughs> I'm like 10 weeks pregnant with her first at this time. And I get out, I go to her, I'm like, you okay? And she's like, what happened? I'm like, <laughs> what do you, you hit me three times. And she's like, I did. It's basically like if you got, she it, was like 86 years it'd old. It'd be like if Joe Biden hit you in a car right now. Basically, it was how she was. It was like completely lack he of. He would have any... just turned around in the middle of the road, like, huh, I guess this road's blocked. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. But no, and, and it's, it, it's it's frustrating because you know i i, I don't really listen i i don't have any hate in my heart for transgender people for oh God, anyone no. in the gsm community I don't care. do do what you want with your body it's yours yeah I, 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 as long as I, you're not hurting me or my children like physically physically no harm do whatever you want with your life but it's like care. there's a lot of ways in which the state there's like these little to, to use a leftist term, almost like these microaggressions. Yeah. Um, there, there are things that the state does to me that impact me as a Christian. Mm. You know what I mean? That impact me as a male. Um, but you're white and cis. There's, there's a, I mean, honestly, there's a lot of ways. Matter. There's a lot of ways in, in which the criminal justice system, in which the uh, the marital and child support systems are really biased and damaging, like, you know, uh, like, like, just very disproportionately damaging to men. Mm-hmm. Um, men and men rights activists go around talking about this Menace. a lot. But it's like, even though their points are valid, it's like, okay, well, are those aggressions by the state the things that we should be as a party, whether it's at the national level or even at a state level, be the m- most vocal about and be championing, or should? Should we especially be focusing on 
uh, well, lockdowns over the past two years on war, on you know uh, the, the the drug war, criminal justice reform, gun laws. It just just seems to me that like you can't make you can't make everything important. It's kind of like with kids, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a lot of things that kids that our kids do that we could sit there and like try to micromanage, but like it takes energy to get them to just not do the things that I'm a big like micromanager and it is exhausting. Yeah. I hate it about myself. It's one of my biggest flaws. <laughs> I think that's fair to say. The kids don't like it either. <laughs> no. And yeah, it sucks. Um, I, but you know, I think for the most part, it's like we you have to pick the battles that are worth having, and mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, listen, I'd love to get to a, you know, if we if we get to a place where the the, the most pressing like the, the you know the worst things that the state is doing is mandating genders on driver's licenses, <laughs> uh, I'd be happy to it's pick up that good. crusade once we get to that point, but we're we're nowhere close. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I, I don't know. Just, it, I, I know that these are things that you've been frustrated with too, and it's. I think that's a lot of why, um, you you know, have been supportive of me getting more involved. It's in, the only reason. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big. It's a big time commitment. I mean, uh-huh. if we were to talk about like, I mean, the last the board meeting. I don't matter. I don't matter. I don't mind. That eight hour was it? I think it was eight hours. It was an eight hour Completely. board meeting. It was eight hours board meeting because a bunch of this is my biggest pet peeve with the Libertarian Party outside of the Mises Caucus is the people going around calling themselves Libertarians, but they're Democrats. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Libertarians care about people being free and being able to, I mean, free to a point. I mean, I anarchy, you know preferable in my mind um but libertarians it's about it's the closest you'll get to anarchy in a political position and (coughs) nasty (laughs) and and anyway i can't keep my train of thought jesus christ um where am i going oh oh yeah so no when you're when your biggest when your biggest topic that you choose like you were saying is genders on licenses you're not a libertarian. You're not. Is it important to some? Sure. Should they be able to do whatever they want with their license? Should they be required to have a license? That's a topic for another day that yeah. I don't have the answer to because that scares me because of the accidents that I've been in with people that should not have licenses when we get down to the bottom of things. Yeah. Um, but like, does that matter right now? No. What matters is not letting people dictate how many people you can have in your house, how many people you can have at your child's birthday party. You know, if you care more about what people are doing with their time, because it might make you sick, you might get a cold, you might get, you know, something similar to what, what is it comparable to? I don't know. I had something almost exactly like this terrible. I'll that would be a, I, I would I would uh, I would support I would support my wife and her, uh, you know, challenging those those uh, those gender oops. paradigms, those, you know what I mean? Because there, there's a real problem of sexism over there at Tower Power Hour. So if she can get on there and and, and be a voice to white women, I mean, you know, I would I would proudly support her 
in, in those endeavor, you I know, her like endeavor to, right in her endeavor to, to, to tear down the patriarchy and, uh, and, uh, you know, <laughs> every word out of your mouth. Is incredibly it's just like, please stop, right please stop. You're oh. killing me. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, um, uh, it's certainly frustrating that there's a lot of people who who call themselves libertarians but have very un- a democratic agenda. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like sometimes I honestly feel like some of these people are actually just plants. You know what I mean? Like, like almost like yeah. So uh, it's hard. It's hard to say. I don't know. I feel like that's a little, a little, a little out there. Is it possible? Sure. Is it likely? I don't think so. For for some of the one like like if you've seen what we see, I think they're planting themselves <laughs> because they hate you. I mean, at, at best, they're useful idiots for 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 the left. They're their own pawns. Yeah. So, the uh, um, try to figure out what I want to talk about next. <laughs> what are what are some of the things uh, other than because you know lockdowns are of course really important, but what are, what are the, some of the things that um, vaccines. Um, oh yeah, we oh, have yeah. vaccine mandates. That's and a stuff. big That's thing a big right thing. now. Now I heard London just got rid of. I don't know if it's true. I'm assuming it's true from the source I heard it from, but that they got rid of their lockdowns and their vaccine mandates. I believe their vaccine passports. So if that's true, props to them. Um, and I think it's a big thing that if London, one of the most well-known places on the planet especially for people that like to travel and go on fancy, rich vacations. Um, If they're doing it, I think that's a big thing for the rest of the world, hopefully in positive, in a positive light of what we're looking for. Um, Starbucks actually uh, just said that they're going to, they're going to go back um, on what they were planning to do as far as they were going to either require you be fully vaccinated or you'd have to get like weekly tests. Yeah. To work there. But uh, enough enough pressure was put on them that they they backed off of that, mm. and so they're they're not going to proceed with their plan there. So love peer pressure. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean it's it's, it's scary. I mean it's especially scary when you hear all these like it's it's weird that you, there's all these athletes that are having bad re- responses to the vaccine. What's it called? Myocarditis. Yeah, yeah, and and then there's all these reports about. Uh, women and pregnancy or their menstrual cycles being screwed up life you're um crap i'm 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 putting myself on the spot here you're five months pregnant right yeah Yeah. (laughs) good i i dodged the uh so far maybe i've dodged the sofa for tonight we'll see yeah there's a okay he chooses the sofa i never make him sleep there but look it's a baby a little baby bump it's a baby Great angle. So, oh, you, so attractive. You want to show people the uh, the oh, the man. back of the shirt? Yeah. The uh, yeah. So I mean, if you haven't shopped, if it toplobster.com. If you haven't shopped there yet. <laughs> I recommend it. This is the only shirt. This is the only piece of clothing that I have that I have to keep at the back of my closet that I can't just wear wherever. You, you might have just earned an appearance at the Tower Power Hour just for wearing that shirt. <laughs> Has Karen been on? I don't know if Karen's been on. If there's any woman that should have been on, let's be real. Yeah. My pink queen. She could have been on. A- Angela McCardle was on. I love Angela. Yeah. 
She's the so, one from the debate, right? Yeah, she's the one that did that. I don't know why I keep getting mixed her, mix, mixing her up with other people. Yeah, she she's our uh, chair candidate. Mm. So, you know, imagine somebody like that being in charge of the Libertarian Party instead of. That's a beautiful thing. The people we've had in the past. I love you, Angela. <laughs> um, you know what? What are some of the struggles? I guess you know this is we we, we talk a little bit about like. Um, our frustrations with with other Christians and churches and stuff because, unfortunately, they have not really been uh, anywhere good enough on this stuff the last couple no. years. Um, you know, it's like not many have. No, and we looked around in our area. There's really. I love the people at our church. But it's like. <laughs> You can't really, I mean, you can love them, but if you can't see them, you can't do anything with them. And they're not, you know. To be fair, when I do see them, it's not like they, it's very clicky. Yeah, most places are. It's very clicky and it's sad, especially when we've been there for, we've been going together since the beginning of our relationship. It's been over 11 years now and it's very clicky. I've been there longer than most people there have. So has he. And it's still like hard to feel like you don't fit in. First, we were vegan. So we got the excuse from people of like, oh, you're vegan. It's hard to fit in with you. Right. And then. We're not anymore, though. So they can't. We're not, <laughs> we're not vegan anymore. No. Um, but now he's a part of he's a big vocal part of the Libertarian Party. He's very vocal about what he believes. And I've started being more vocal about it, too. Um, well, it seems like there's a lot of Christians that are... And people just make excuses about it. They they don't act like real Christians saying, I'll love you no matter what. No, they say, oh, well, that's uncomfortable. Well, We're if, not going to deal with and that. And it, it feels to me like a lot of Christians are like, they're so afraid to uh, to be offensive. Like they don't, you know what I mean? Like they don't, they don't, they, their, their primary thing is like they're, they're trying to almost like earn acceptance from the people who hate them. Yeah. Which is such a people pleasers. Right. Which is just that's a sign of trauma. You guys should look into that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's and it's also um it's it's a sign, I think, of a weakness of faith. If it's like if you actually believe in the stuff the Bible says, then like to me it's like that should take precedence over what people's opinions. I mean the Bible literally says like uh, what good is it to you if you gain the whole world but lose your soul? Yeah, and I don't care. See, you know. I'm gonna like follow. A lot of what I do is because I feel convicted in it, and I feel led to be the person that I am, whether you're Christian or not. That's usually how most people in the Libertarian Party. That's how they 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 feel passionate about something, and no matter where it comes from from you, you take that passion yeah. and you dive into it balls deep you follow that to the ends of the earth it's who you are and that's something that's amazing and a lot of people are too scared to do that like the fake libertarians <laughs> mention them again the the, the ironically named fakertarians especially okay i keep deleting him from that page <laughs> and he keeps putting his stupid ass back on there it's 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 too fun they're to, the worst it's, it, they're it, mean <laughs> They're the biggest bullies I have ever met. Well, they're, but they're bad at being bullies, to be honest. They're like, but they're mean. Yeah. <sighs> like, um, there's already so much bad in the world. Why do you have to surround yourself with those assholes? 
Um, yeah, no, I, I'm not on there as much as I used to be, but yeah. But there's there's reasons for me to. I'll, I'll tell you why later. Uh, too much inside baseball, but why I stay in the group. <laughs> it's too sexy for a little podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just it just seems to me there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, in, in the Christian community that. I guess it's like when it comes to this lockdown stuff, they're just afraid to be controversial, controversial. Um, well, and- just like I, we, we went out to Isaac's for lunch today and I had to cough. I'm recovering from God knows what I'm not going to get tested every time I feel a tickle. Or just how about me with my allergies, allergy and <laughs> asthma man right here. I have asthma in a milder form, but we cough. we, have he blows his nose a lot he sniffles a lot and um right now i'm recovering from whatever i've got do i think i'm actively contagious no i don't think so judging by what my nurse father said growing up i don't meet the meet the criteria i don't think for being contagious from whatever but i ran to the bathroom to cough because i was afraid of making people scared that i had covid and would kill them <laughs> But like at the same time, if you are participating in the public world, you are accepting what comes with the public world. You are more likely to die driving to the grocery store than you are from contracting COVID. <laughs> yeah. But people don't want to talk about that. So. No. Or you know, the other you're thing more is- likely to be killed by being conceived by somebody than you are... <laughs> From or, getting COVID. There's over 800,000 abortions every year in America. And insofar as people die from COVID, it's like, well, people have been dying from viruses forever. <clears throat> forever. I mean, should we have should, should we have decided to get tyrannical with our friends and with our church or, or family when our daughter, when Ava almost died uh, back in 2019? To be fair, she almost died because of the stupid people at the hospital. <laughs> What you mean? You mean doctors don't always get it right? <laughs> you mean when the head doctor, when the person in charge tells you wait five to eight minutes to administer medicine if the seizure has not stopped, if you only wait three seconds and then administer this medicine that is safe, and the wrong dosage? Well, it was an adult dosage because that's all they yeah. had because they're a bad hospital. Your hospital, here's looking at you, and yeah. She yeah. didn't wait the allotted amount of time. Ava's seizures lasted less than a minute each before. And I told them that. Didn't listen to me. Because what could I know as a mother? Or right? just like with my dad where he almost died because it was like, oh, well, we Negligence. were. Yeah, like we were doing these things mm-hmm. and he was improving. And then we were like. And then we stopped doing those and then things. And we stopped doing them. And he almost died. So you guys might <laughs> want to call the lawyer in a funeral home. Um... <laughs> yeah. And then just like, what was the last time you did this? Oh, we haven't done that in four days. It's like, have you maybe thought you should do it again? Put him back in the prone position. <laughs> let the oxygen go to his body. <laughs> His organs. And they did that for seven days in a row. It's like, oh, wow, he's getting so much better. And we're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, say. we're so shocked. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, it's just, uh, it's crazy how so many people are so, like, quickly uh, and easily uh, able to just put so much faith in, 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 in Fauci and science and the CDC and, and all these government organizations and, 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 uh, but to 
just ask Christians to put faith in the Bible and just put faith that, hey, we're supposed to gather as believers. And there was no caveat to be like, gather, gather as believers unless something scary is happening. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, yourself inside your house. there are people in the world who are meeting under the threat of like, if they were found out to be, be Christian, executed. they'd be executed. Uh -huh. But we can't gather because people might get sick. Mm -hmm. People might get into car crashes on the way to church. Mm -hmm. We've we've been in car accidents on the way to church. Yeah. <laughs> By a man that his license was expired and he didn't yeah. have insurance. Oh, and then we see times. him driving somehow near our church like 30 minutes later. I don't know how he got around us from the cops. Totaled my car. A beautiful car. Subaru. <sighs> Let me ask you this. Um and I don't think I've really talked to you about this before, but do you feel like yeah. my political? Yes. <laughs> do you feel like my political views have sort of like gone from like one extreme to another, and I've kind of like circled around, and you've kind of stayed consistent, uh, and just maybe didn't have words to describe what your beliefs were, or do you feel like you were on a similar journey to me, where you know? you were I, a bit more because you've never been as interested in politics as, as I've been. Politics. Um, no, internally yeah. I have been the same since the beginning. Externally I'm chicken shit and I don't like telling people what I really think all the time. There's a lot of people that are in my close circle of family um, that don't know who I am because I'm afraid to tell them because they might get mad at me. <laughs> um, you know, and so like I became one of those extreme feminists i became one of those extreme leftists that was you know saying free abortions for all <laughs> and you know saying like how bullshit it is that somebody can um walk around with a gun or you know how men are the worst and how one in four women has been is it raped yeah is that what the statistic was yeah, raped or sexually assaulted at the very least. Now, in fairness, that statistic and a little bit higher in my close circle of women is true. And that sucks. But also, that's been happening since the beginning of time. People have sucked since the beginning of time. And making it a movement is not going to make it stop. Yeah. So, well, promoting... but I, used to, I used to... Jesus Christ. Freaking cat. Um... Why do we have cats? No, well, well, and certainly promoting a culture of promiscuity and casual. You mean polyamory is not the answer? <laughs> um, but do you, do you feel like back when we were on the, you know, more more on the left, and you know, we 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 were both like registered Democrats, Bernie Sanders supporters. On that, we were both vegan for a while. Mm. I mean, do you feel like we like because like me looking back, I don't feel like I held those beliefs in a genuine way i felt like i was just i was pressured to keep up an appearance because yeah. i was scared of saying the opposite or anything different from it even if it skewed just a little bit yeah but then as soon as but it seemed like around the time that trump got elected that it was like it, it was like the rhetoric on the left started to get so extreme that i no longer felt i didn't feel safe there when yeah. trump started winning I felt like I was dying because people around me had built it up so heavily that 
he was going to put everyone in concentration camps and find every gay person and kill them. This is literally what I was told. And, you know, you hear yeah. that so much, you become afraid because they were fear-mongering. Whether they knew it or not, they were fear-mongering. And I was scared. Like, as I saw his numbers climbing on election night, I was like, oh, my God, Jacob. Oh, my God. And I had, I think, one of my first real panic attacks ever. And, like, looking back from at that moment in my life, I don't recognize that idiot anymore. Um, because what the fuck? Yeah. But, like, that's how strong their beliefs are. And I don't mind passion. Passion is a great thing when it's used the right way and healthy when it's used in a healthy way. But when you're telling people that we can't let this person win or he's going to kill everybody, like, did he? No. <laughs> and insofar as he is responsible for the deaths of many people, is Biden any different? No, every politician is. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So it's like. You um, support war <clears throat> in any way. You support the government in any way. You're supporting death. Yep. You're supporting murder and a lot of wrongdoing. Yep, I agree. Obviously. <laughs> um, well, we're at the uh, the the hour mark, I guess. Um, so I don't know. If there's anything else that we wanted to really touch on or anything? I mean, what do you what do you uh, you know, maybe the last thing we can talk about here is what what do you think going forward uh you know those of us who kind of see these problems like what what do we have to do to try to make things better do you think it's yeah i mean i i, I get the sense that unless we almost like i feel like we have to get more bold i know that's and that's that's not easy for everybody like i've always been somebody that like i'm i'm kind of loud and proud with my beliefs but I feel like there's a lot of people out there who I think are more in your shoes where they agree with a lot of the ideas that actual libertarians are saying, mm -hmm. but it's hard to take a stand. Scared baby <clears throat> yeah. It's hard to take a stand on those things yeah. because uh, what family members will say, what bosses yeah. or coworkers will say um, fear of, of blowback on social media and their peer groups. Um, and it's just, I think a lot of people are just psychologically conditioned to like, they want to gaslit for so much of our yeah. lives. Anytime we speak up for ourselves or made to feel like we're doing the wrong thing and we're crazy, right? You've yeah. got to be crazy to have that mentality. So, I mean, what, what, what do you, I get the sense that we have to try to inspire people more of the people who are used to just like, you know, going with the flow and not wanting to rock the boat mm -hmm. we got to inspire i think more of those people to action um and, and insofar as you kind of fit that paradigm a little bit like i i try to push you although i try not to push you too hard because you're my wife so it's a little bit of a different dynamic but it's like um you pushed me so hard i deactivated my facebook yeah <laughs> um it's and it's tough. It's like, it, it's, it is a lot of increased like mental stress. I've already got and so anxiety. Much. Um, got and so then much. you're trying to raise, you know, we're, we're trying to raise kids, trying to homeschool them. Like it, it is. People want to give credit so to all much. these people that have been staying and like credit's due. I'm not saying you don't deserve it, but people want to give credit to all these people that are staying home with their kids or they're seeing their kids more often than they used to because of the COVID restrictions 
and you know their extracurriculars aren't happening like they used to school isn't in session like it used to i've been in that position for almost seven years now as a mother i've been a i've decided i wanted to be a stay-at-home mom it's what i feel led to do i hate the school system i'm not sending my kids there i don't trust a lot of people again i follow project rescue children and I've had bad things. I've had people that I thought were my friend do bad things to me. I've had men be creepy to me plenty of times. And I think a lot of my actions come from paranoia, but also I can't, I can recover from my stress down the road. I can't take my children being harmed and sexually abused, assaulted, beaten, programmed in school, whatever. I can't reverse any of that. Or, so or, I choose to be a stay-at-home mom, and I don't have a lot of support. People say they support. They say, oh, we'll pray for you. But apart from that, what are you doing to help? I've been in that position for years, and I'm going fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I only have so much mental stamina for supporting the Libertarian Party right now, to be perfectly honest. I'll do what I can. Would, but, it, be, would it be easier if you felt like the Libertarian Party was a sort of environment or culture that brought that to the table where like there was more support systems and and wasn't this what you were just talking about your last podcast about community support and feeling taken care of maybe well my last podcast my last podcast is the one where i kept making comments about um you coming upstairs and not talking anymore so you could get me food yeah who was i talking to i'm like completely blanking on who i was talking he to has now. a wife he has a wife <laughs> Um, I don't know names very well. Was it was it Andrew? It might have been Andrew. Hold on, let me see. I'm, I'm, my Too memory is so, so shot. Yeah. Right back. Uh, yeah, it was Andrew. It was the last person I talked to. Um, but yeah, I I I I feel that, and it's tough because it's like everyone already has their own baggage and things going on. Mm -hmm. But it's like I I just I feel like if we don't accept the discomfort of sacrifice now to stop this growing tyranny while it's in its uh, early stages. We will in uh, it, relatively early compared to how, how is America. No, but I mean like I'm the growing, <laughs> yeah, the, the growing tyranny of like the COVID regime. Yeah. Um, and, and everything that's come with that. Like if we don't take that stand now, um, the, the that, next time they want to stay, tell us to stay home. Yeah. Or, or like For 20 years thing. from now, we might be under so much oppression that like it, it, it just, it becomes a moot point, like that I, discomfort. And, and so that's, but at the same time, it's tough because as, do, as Christians, think, we don't want to live with a spirit of fear. No, but I don't think everyone's job is to do the same thing. Your job is to be obnoxious on social media and be your loudmouth self. And you get to go to a job and you're going to be starting a new one. Thank God. <laughs> and you're going to be talking to more people there. You know, you're going to increase your audience. And that's great. That's not my position. I am raising four now for future current, let's be real, libertarian anarchist, amazing people that are going to take the world by storm. They already yell at people for being afraid of COVID. They already yell at people for, and I don't, I don't encourage them to do that. They're, they're, they're kids. Yeah. 
they say what they want to say. They're not afraid. Of, they'll come up to you and tell you you're ugly and they're going to run away and be proud of themselves. They don't care. <laughs> I, I agree um, with you that not everybody needs to do the same thing. But I do and when think... it comes up in conversations with other people that I talk to, I say it, you know? Yeah, and that's really yeah. all I'm saying is like Word of mouth. every like because if if more stay at home mothers who are homeschooling are, you know, like if you see more people like you mm-hmm. taking a stand, it's easier for you to take a stand in your own yeah. way. Just like it's easier for me to take a stand if I see other Christians doing it. And that, mm-hmm. that's kind of why I wanted to start that this whole podcast in the first place was to be like, um, there are people out there who who read the bible who who believe in god who believe mm-hmm. in christ as their savior and it, you're not crazy if you view those things as being so important that you think that to stop church and to stop this you know doing what the bible says in the because of the fear of a virus or fear of mm-hmm. the government lock you know telling you you're not supposed to meet uh that that's that that's wrong yeah and so i want i want to just like like the reason i i stopped wearing masks after a while was like i wanted other people in grocery stores to be like oh there's other people not wearing masks uh-huh. i don't need to feel pressured like oh i'm the only one not wearing a mask No, i know and i, I kept that in the back of my head when i did it because like did i want to wear it no well, am i am i scared of what people think of me yeah i am yeah. um but i tried to keep that thought process in the back of my head and slowly but surely over the months we started to see less and less people wearing their masks before um what's his name wolf oh, yeah, governor our, our governor yeah tom wolf yeah our tyrant um yep. before he decided to tell everyone oh you guess you don't have to listen to me anymore boohoo sorry <laughs> but you should still do it um yeah it was right. it's nice to see other people following where you want to go it does encourage you it's nice i agree last question will you get on twitter Mm. (laughs) i don't know tiktok takes up a lot of my time it's true it's true i don't do anything on it i just scan it i just look at all the funny things i I will try it out for like a week i will create an account for you i already have an account Okay, your account. I will give you. I don't know how to get into it. You know, 50, 50 to like a hundred accounts to follow, so your feed is filled with some content that it, that I think you'd like, and you could just be as simple as just looking at it, enjoying it, and retweeting stuff you like, just to see if you like. It. If you don't like it, you can quit after a week. Thanks, master. <laughs> sure thing. <laughs> but there's a, there's a lot of like you know every every app's got their different thing. I've come to really appreciate Twitter because there's a lot of stories and stuff that will. Uh... The best account to follow is mine. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there's a lot of stuff like Twitter is uh, one of the things that's unique for like um, things will be talked about on Twitter so like like before they get to the other apps. So you're kind of ahead of the curve on a lot of this kind of stuff. I'm always ahead of the curve. <laughs> um, I make the curves. So. Um, you know, maybe uh, maybe at some point in the future, if, I, if uh, we could set up another conversation, the two of us, and we could talk a little bit about, um, you know, peaceful parenting and homeschooling and stuff and just start. And penises. And penises. Circumcision specifically. Oh, circumcision. Yeah. 
my wife my wife is very opinionated when it comes to uh circumcision uh-huh. and 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 not just like don't yeah. hurt children it's a very controversial take i think it's a very libertarian take <laughs> don't hurt people and don't do things to them without their permission the baby can't give permission to fucking do it yep but another day <laughs> well i appreciate you coming on um this is something we've been talking about doing for a while and oh this is definitely the strangest and in some ways most difficult interview i've ever had to do um what the fuck does that mean <laughs> jesus christ no because i, I know you this isn't your uh natural habitat so to speak so yeah no but i don't I think it's cool like you That's know to, to just introduce you to the people that 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 watch my show and to let you know that uh you know that you exist and to <laughs> i don't know i think i think that you don't give yourself enough enough credit sometimes and like you're not into the nerdy stuff as much as i am as far as like the reading and the baby and with the, a flashlight oh my gosh yeah. That is a that's a meta inside joke for this show. <laughs> um but but at the same time I think you have really strong intuitions and I think you are like without I'm one of the like, smartest people I know by far. But without reading a lot of like the books that we in this sphere have read and without like like listening to a bunch of podcasts and lectures and stuff. Mm-hmm. You just your personality and your intuitions are, have almost always been spot on and very mm-hmm. incredibly libertarian. Mm-hmm. So you're you're sort of like uh, a person. I am the Yoda flashlight. <laughs> Sorry. God damn. I hope at least someone understands that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, some people will. Some people will. But I wouldn't even try to explain it right now, but that's such an insight. There, one of the time, one oh, of the people that doxed me uh, took a screenshot of my old podcast setup, and I used to have a Baby Yoda uh, doll that my, 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 I think the kids bought it for me, right? Or the kids picked it out for me or something for Christmas or birthday. It. And they, uh, they put it, uh, so it was behind me on my bookshelf on my old setup. And then someone, uh, that was like angry at me took a screenshot of of mine and and called it a yoda flashlight and i was just like yeah i was just like uh if those exist i i trust that you would be the kind of person to know (laughs) was my response to them (laughs) so but yeah that's been a fake because it was uh and and they were coming that that was funny because they were coming after me going oh well you you," they were attacking our our marriage remember Mm. the faker terrians people and saying that like that I, I push him down the stairs and lock him in the basement. And that's the only reason he makes as much content as he does. Yeah. Or like, because I can't or, stand to be with him. Right. Yeah. Like I'm coming down here to, to, to avoid you. And, uh, we have a very failed marriage because, mm-hmm. because here, here's their evidence. Our failed marriage, uh, our marriage is, is incredibly failed because you have concerns about vaccines and concerns about, things pertaining to our children and i didn't mansplain to you why and force you to to do things to our children that you didn't want to do so that's how we have a failed marriage because okay. i respected your voice as a as a woman which like i shouldn't do which are, so the, the moral the moral of the story is <laughs> never listen to women 
are they are they deep south ancient generation republicans <laughs> oh my gosh um yeah i don't i don't know these these people are deranged and um fortunately i think they're i think they're the minority yeah um but the problem is like they've held positions of power and this is all they have like the reason why those board out they're board so meetings sad. last eight hours is because we're threatening the only thing in their lives that they have well it's funny because like one of the things that you um see online a lot is when someone is being mean to you when someone's coming at you and they're saying nasty things to you and you know they don't apply to you they're saying things that are commonly just true about them and that they feel and think about themselves yeah like literally psychologically speaking they're projecting on you right it's like a yoda <laughs> flashlight it's like that's such a weird thing to bring up it's like uh, tell me you're a closet to, 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 pedophile without like, telling me you're a like, closet pedophile. I don't, it's like, I don't want to kink shame, man, but... Uh... <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kink shame. <laughs> That's a fun Facebook page. Right. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, um, I guess that's it for now. Um, thanks, everybody, for, for watching and interacting in the comments. This was a, a fun conversation. So I hope you guys can uh, see and appreciate how uh how based my wife really is and uh yeah she are you saying that i will are you saying that i will never go on tower power hour when i make fun of jacob for it i just told my i told my wife i don't listen to her anymore I told her i learned it from the internet <laughs> yes you heard it here you heard it here first folks. not from me <laughs> you did not hear it from me don't don't hurt me <laughs> all right um god that's amazing um no stop <laughs> what's funny is that one of the jokes that they make on tower power hour is a uh, white women must be stopped which honestly, honestly <laughs> oh my god i saw a beautiful tiktok is this woman drinking a beer outside and she says um let's stop tiptoeing around things and let's see what we really mean instead of calling women karens let's just start calling them cunts to their fucking faces <laughs> so, so one person said all right this I'm is, being written this is up now, right now actually this is now actually a uh unofficial episode of tower power hour she said i'm being written up at my work right now because i refuse to call my boss karen by her name <laughs> But seriously, like, funny. isn't most of the nonsense on the left coming from white women? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, stop white people. We are white people. Stop us. And then black people are like, yeah, stop you. You guys, please stop. Yes, you please stop. Please let, stop it. Let me speak for myself for once. <laughs> you keep saying you want me to have a voice and you keep taking it. What are you doing? What are you doing? Why did you do that? Why Why'd you do that? <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. Thanks everybody again for watching. Thanks to to you for coming on and uh letting you out of the basement for a couple seconds. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. So hopefully I'll be able to come out of the basement and get some some be allowed to have a meal tonight. Um so we'll we'll see about that. <laughs> um all right. Thanks everybody again for watching. And uh until next time, don't fear the fire. Peace. <laughs> Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.